0: Manufacturers Department Part A for Our Knowledge Box This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Our Knowledge Box by George Blackie Manufacturers Department Part A Indelible ink for marking clothing. Nitrate of silver, five scruples. Gum arabic, two drams. Sap green, one scruple. DISTILLED WATER, ONE OUNCE. MIX TOGETHER. BEFORE WRITING ON THE ARTICLE TO BE MARKED, APPLY A LITTLE OF THE FOLLOWING. CARBONATE OF soda, ONE-HALF OUNCE. DISTILLED WATER, FOUR OUNCES. LET THIS LAST, WHICH IS THE MORDANT, GET DRY. THEN, WITH A QUILL PEN, WRITE WHAT YOU REQUIRE. IMITATION GOLD. SIXTEEN PARTS PLATINA, SEVEN PARTS COPPER, ONE PART ZINC. Put in a covered crucible with powdered charcoal, and melt together till the whole forms one mass, and are thoroughly incorporated together. Or, take four ounces platina, three ounces silver, one ounce copper. Imitation Silver Eleven ounces refined nickel, two ounces metallic bismuth. Melt the compositions together three times, and pour them out in lee. The third time, when melting, add two ounces pure silver. Or take one-fourth ounce copper, one ounce bismuth, two ounces saltpetre, two ounces common salt, one ounce arsenic, one ounce potash, two ounces brass, and three ounces pure silver. Melt all together in a crucible. Recipe for making artificial honey To ten pounds sugar add three pounds water forty grains cream tartar, ten drops essence peppermint, and three pounds strained honey. First dissolve the sugar in water, and take off the scum, then dissolve the cream of tartar in a little warm water, which you will add with some little stirring, then add the honey. Heat to a boiling point, and stir for a few minutes. VINEGAR Take forty gallons of soft water six quarts of cheap molasses, and six pounds of acetic acid. Put them into a barrel—an old vinegar barrel is best—and let them stand from three to ten weeks, stirring occasionally. Add a little mother of old vinegar, if convenient. Age improves it. SOFT SOAP Dissolve fifteen pounds of common cheap hard soap in fifteen gallons of hot water, and let it cool. Then dissolve 15 pounds of sal soda in 15 gallons of hot water, add 6 pounds of unslaked lime, and boil 20 minutes. Let it cool and settle, and then pour off the clear liquor very carefully, and mix it with the soap solution. It improves it very much to add one quart of alcohol after mixing the two solutions. Smaller quantities can be made in the same proportions. If too strong, add water to suit. Babbitt's Premium Soap Five Gallons Strong Lee, Five Gallons Water, Five Pounds Tallow, One Pound Potash, Two Pounds Sal Soda, One Half Pound Rosin, One Pint Salt, One Pint Washing Fluid. Let the water boil, then put in the articles, and boil half an hour, stir it well while boiling, and then run into moulds. It will be ready for use as soon as cold. The above preparations are for one hundred pounds of soap. Celebrated recipe for silver wash. One ounce of nitric acid, one ten-cent piece, and one ounce of quicksilver. Put in an open glass vessel, and let it stand until dissolved. Then add one pint of water, and it is ready for use. Make it into a powder by adding whiting, and it may be used on brass, copper, German silver, etc., CEMENT FOR AQUARIA. Many persons have attempted to make aquarium, but have failed on account of the extreme difficulty in making the tank resist the action of water for any length of time. Below is a recipe for a cement that can be relied upon. It is perfectly free from anything that injures the animals or plants. It sticks to glass, metal, wood, stone, etc., and hardens under water. A hundred different experiments with cements have been tried but there is nothing like it it is the same as that used in constructing the tanks of the zoological gardens london and is almost unknown in this country one part by measure say a gill of litharge one gill of plaster of paris one gill of dry white sand one third of a gill of finely powdered resin sift and keep corked tight until required for use when it is to be made into a putty by mixing in boiled oil, linseed, with a little patent-dryer added. Never use it after it has been mixed, that is, with the oil, over fifteen hours. This cement can be used for marine as well as freshwater aquaria, as it resists the action of salt water. The tank can be used immediately, but it is best to give it three or four hours to dry. Cement for Attaching Metal to Glass Take two ounces of a thick solution of glue, and mix it with one ounce of linseed oil varnish, and half an ounce of pure turpentine. The whole are then boiled together in a close vessel. The two bodies should be clamped and held together for about two days, after they are united, to allow the cement to become dry. The clamps may then be removed. CEMENT FOR MENDING BROKEN CHINA Stir plaster of Paris into a thick solution of gum arabic, till it becomes a viscous paste. Apply it with a brush to the fractured edges, and draw the parts closely together. Cement for Mending Steam Boilers Mix two parts of finely powdered litharge with one part of very fine sand, and one part of quicklime, which has been allowed to slack spontaneously by exposure to the air this mixture may be kept for any length of time without injury in using it a portion is mixed into paste with linseed oil or still better boiled linseed oil in this state it must be quickly applied as it soon becomes hard cheap white house paint take skim milk two quarts eight ounces fresh slaked lime six ounces linseed oil two ounces white burgundy pitch three pounds spanish white Slake the lime in water, expose it to the air, and mix in about one-quarter of the milk, the oil, in which the pitch is previously dissolved to be added a little at the time. Then the rest of the milk, and afterwards the Spanish white. This quantity is sufficient for thirty square yards, two coats, and costs but a few cents. If the other colors are wanted, use, instead of Spanish white, other coloring matter composition for house roofs take one measure of fine sand two of sifted wood ashes and three of lime ground up with oil mix thoroughly and lay on with a painter's brush first a thin coat and then a thick one this composition is not only cheap but it strongly resists fire diamond cement isinglass one ounce distilled vinegar five and a half ounces spirits of wine two ounces Gum ammoniacum, half an ounce. Gum mastic, half an ounce. Mix well. French Polish. To one pint of spirits of wine, add a quarter of an ounce of gum copal, a quarter of an ounce of gum arabic, and one ounce of shellac. Let the gums be well bruised and sifted through a piece of muslin. Put the spirits and the gums together in a vessel that can be closely corked. Place them near a warm stove, and frequently shake them. In two or three days they will be dissolved. Strain the mixture through a piece of muslin, and keep it tightly corked for use. FURNITURE OIL FOR POLISHING AND STAINING MAHOGANY Take of linseed oil one gallon, alkanet root three ounces, rose pink one ounce. Boil them together ten minutes, and strain so that the oil be quite clear. The furniture should be well rubbed with it every day until the polish is brought up, which will be more durable than any other. Glue for ready use. To any quantity of glue use common whiskey instead of water. Put both together in a bottle, cork tight, and set it away for three or four days, when it will be fit for use without the application of heat. A quart of ink for a dime buy extract of logwood which may be had at three cents an ounce or cheaper by the quantity buy also for three cents an ounce of bichromate of potash do not make a mistake and get the simple chromate of potash the former is orange-red and the latter clear yellow now take half an ounce of extract of logwood and ten grains of bichromate of potash and dissolve them in a quart of hot rain-water when cold pour it into a glass bottle and leave it uncorked for a week or two. Exposure to the air is indispensable. The ink is then made, and has cost five to ten minutes labor, and about three cents besides the bottle. The ink is at first an intense steel blue, but becomes quite black. An excellent substitute for ink. Put a couple of iron nails into a teaspoonful of vinegar. In half an hour pour in a tablespoonful of strong tea, and then you will have ink enough for a while. Ink First-rate black. Take twelve pounds of bruised galls, five pounds of gum Senegal, five pounds of green sulphate of iron, and twelve gallons of rain-water. Boil the galls with nine gallons of water for three hours, adding fresh water to replace what is lost by evaporation. Let the decoction settle, and draw off the clear liquor. Add to it a strained solution of the gum. Dissolve also the sulphate of iron separately, and mix the whole. Ink blue. Chinese blue, three ounces. Oxalic acid, pure, three-quarters of an ounce. Gum arabic, powdered, one ounce. Distilled water, six pints. Mix Ink cheap printing. Take equal parts of lamp-black and oil. Mix and keep on the fire until reduced to the right consistency. This is a good ink for common purposes, and is very cheap. We have used it extensively ourselves. Ink Copying Dissolve half an ounce of gum and twenty grains of Spanish licorice in thirteen drachms of water, and add one dram of lamp-black, previously mixed with a teaspoonful of sherry. Ink Indelible to four drams of lunar caustic in four ounces of water add sixty drops of nut galls, made strong by being pulverized and steeped in soft water. The mordant, which is to be applied to the cloth before writing, is composed of one ounce of pearlash dissolved in four ounces of water, with a little gum arabic dissolved in it. Wet the spot with this. Dry and iron the cloth. Then write. INK INDELIBLE MARKING One and a half drachms of nitrate of silver, one ounce of distilled water, half an ounce of strong mucilage of gum arabic, three-quarters of a dram of liquid ammonia. Mix the above in a clean glass bottle, cork tightly, and keep in a dark place till dissolved, and ever afterwards. Directions for use? Shake the bottle, then dip a clean quill pen in the ink, and write or draw what you require on the article immediately hold it close to the fire, without scorching, or pass a hot iron over it, and it will become a deep and indelible black, indestructible by either time or acids of any description. Ink Indestructible On many occasions it is of importance to employ an ink indestructible by any process, that will not equally destroy the material on which it is applied. For black ink twenty-five grains of copal in powder, are to be dissolved in two hundred grains of oil of lavender, by the assistance of a gentle heat, and are then to be mixed with two and a half grains of lamp-black and half a grain of indigo. This ink is particularly useful for labeling files, etc., containing chemical substances of a corrosive nature. Ink for marking linen with type. Dissolve one part of asphaltum in four parts of oil of turpentine and lamp-black or black lead in fine powder in sufficient quantity to render of proper consistency to print with type. Ink powder for immediate use Reduce to powder ten ounces of gall nuts, three ounces of green copperas, two ounces each of powdered alum and gum arabic. Put a little of this mixture into white wine, and it will be fit for immediate use. INK STAINS. The moment the ink is spilled, take a little milk and saturate the stain, soak it up with a rag, and apply a little more milk, rubbing it well in. In a few minutes the ink will be completely removed. RED INK. Take of the raspings of brazil wood, quarter of a pound, and infuse them two or three days in colorless vinegar. Boil the infusion one hour and a half over a gentle fire, and afterward filter it while hot through paper laid in an earthenware calendar. Put it again over the fire, and dissolve in it first half an ounce of gum arabic, and afterward of alum and white sugar each half an ounce. Care should be taken that the brazil wood be not adulterated with the braziletto or campeachy wood. TRANSFER ink. Mastic in tiers four ounces, shellac six ounces, Venice turpentine half an ounce. Melt together, add wax, half a pound, tallow, three ounces. When dissolved, further add hard tallow soap, in shavings, three ounces, and when the whole is combined, add lamp-black, two ounces. Mix well, cool a little, and then pour it into moulds. This ink is rubbed down with a little water in a cup or saucer, in the same way as watercolor cakes. In winter, the operation should be performed near the fire. INDIAN GLUES Take one pound of the best glue, the stronger the better, boil it and strain it very clear. Boil also four ounces of Isinglass, put the mixture into a double glue-pot, add half a pound of brown sugar, and boil the whole until it gets thick. Then pour it into thin plates or moulds, and when cold you may cut and dry them in small pieces for the pocket. The glue is used by merely holding it over steam, or wetting it with the mouth. This is a most useful and convenient article, being much stronger than common glue. It is sold under the name of Indian glue, but is much less expensive in making, and is applicable to all kinds of small fractures, etc. Answers well on the hardest woods, and cements china, etc., though of course it will not resist the action of hot water. For parchment and paper, in lieu of gum or paste, it will be found equally convenient. Japanese Cement Intimately mix the best powdered rice with a little cold water, then gradually add boiling water until a proper Consistence is acquired being particularly careful to keep it well stirred all the time Lastly it must be boiled for one minute in a clean saucepan or earthen pipkin This glue is beautifully white and almost transparent For which reason it is well adapted for fancy paperwork which requires a strong and colorless cement Liquid Blacking. Mix a quarter of a pound of ivory black, six gills of vinegar, a tablespoonful of sweet oil, and two large spoonfuls of molasses. Stir the whole well together, and it will then be fit for use. Liquid Glue. Dissolve one part of powdered alum, one hundred and twenty parts of water. Add one hundred and twenty parts of glue, ten of acetic acid, And 40 of alcohol and digest Prepared glue is made by dissolving common glue in warm water and then adding acetic acid strong vinegar to keep it Dissolve one pound of best glue in one and a half pints of water and add one pint of vinegar It is then ready for use Magic copying paper to make black paper lamp black mixed with cold lard red paper venetian red mixed with lard blue paper prussian blue mixed with lard green paper chrome green mixed with lard the above ingredients to be mixed to the consistency of thick paste and to be applied to the paper with a rag then take a flannel rag and rub until all color ceases coming off cut your sheets four inches wide and six inches long put four sheets together one of each color and sell for twenty-five cents per package. The first cost will not exceed three cents. Directions for writing with this paper. Lay down your paper upon which you wish to write. Then lay on the copying paper, and over this lay any scrap of paper you choose. Then take any hard-pointed substance, and write as you would with a pen. Mahogany Stain Break two ounces of dragon's blood in pieces, and put them in a quart of rectified spirits of wine. Let the bottle stand in a warm place, and shake it frequently. When dissolved it is fit for use, and will render common wood an excellent imitation of mahogany. Marine Glue. Dissolve four parts of India rubber in thirty-four parts of cold tar naphtha, aiding the solution with heat and agitation. The solution is then thick as cream and it should be added to sixty-four parts of powdered shellac, which must be heated in the mixture till all is dissolved. While the mixture is hot it is poured on plates of metal, in sheets like leather, it can be kept in that state, and when it is required to be used, it is put into a pot and heated till it is soft, and then applied with a brush to the surfaces to be joined. Two pieces of wood joined with this cement can scarcely be sundered. Parchment. Paper-parchment may be produced by immersing paper in a concentratic solution of chloride of zinc. Amalgam of gold. Place one part of gold in a small iron saucepan or ladle, perfectly clean, then add eight parts of mercury and apply a gentle heat, when the gold will dissolve. Agitate the mixture for one minute and pour it out on a clean plate or stone slab. For gilding, brass, copper, etc., the metal to be gilded is first rubbed over with a solution of nitrate of mercury, and then covered with a very thin film of the amalgam. On heat being applied the mercury volatilizes, leaving the gold behind. A much less proportion of gold is often employed than the above, where a very thin and cheap gilding is required, as by increasing the quantity of the mercury. The precious metal may be extended over a much larger surface. A similar amalgam prepared with silver is used for silvering. Amalgam for mirrors. Lead and tin, each one ounce. Bismuth, two ounces. Mercury, four ounces. Melt as before and add the mercury. These are used to silver mirrors, glass globes, etc., by warming the glass, melting the amalgam, and applying it annealing steel 1 for a small quantity heat the steel to a cherry red in a charcoal fire then bury in sawdust in an iron box covering the sawdust with ashes let stay until cold 2 for a larger quantity and when it is required to be very soft pack the steel with cast iron lathe or planer chips in an iron box as follows having at least one-half or three-quarter inch in depth of chips in the bottom of the box, put in a layer of steel, then more chips to fill the spaces between the steel, and also the one-half or three-quarter inch space between the sides of box and steel, then more steel, and lastly, at least one inch in depth of chips, well rammed down on top of steel. Heat, too, and keep it a red heat for from two to four hours, DO NOT DISTURB THE BOX UNTIL COLD. TO MAKE BELL METAL 1. Melt together under powdered charcoal one hundred parts of pure copper, with twenty parts of tin, and unite the two metals by frequently stirring the mass. PRODUCT VERY FINE 2. COPPER THREE PARTS, TIN ONE PART, AS ABOVE. SOME OF THE FINEST CHURCH BELLS IN THE WORLD HAVE THIS COMPOSITION three copper two parts tin one part as above four copper seventy two parts tin twenty six and a half parts iron one and one half parts the bells of small clocks or pendules are made of this alloy in paris brass to make one fine brass two parts of copper to one part of zinc this is nearly one equivalent each of copper and zinc, if the equivalent of the former metal be taken at sixty-three to two, or two equivalents of copper to one equivalent of zinc, if it be taken with Liebig and Berzelius at thirty-one to six. 2. Copper four parts, zinc one part, an excellent and very useful brass. Cleansing solution for brass. Put together two ounces sulphuric acid, an ounce and a half nitric acid, one drachm saltpetre and two ounces rain-water. Let stand for a few hours, and apply by passing the article in and out quickly, and then washing off thoroughly with clean rain-water. Old discoloured brass chains, treated in this way, will look equally as well as when new, the usual method of drying as in sawdust. To cover brass with beautiful lustre colours. One ounce of cream of tartar is dissolved in one quart of hot water, to which is added half an ounce of tin salt, protochloride of tin, dissolved in four ounces of cold water. The whole is then heated to boiling, the clear solution decanted from a trifling precipitate, and under continual stirring poured into a solution of three ounces of hyposulfite of soda in one-half a pint of water, whereupon it is again heated to boiling, and filtered from the separated sulphur. This solution produces on brass the various lustre colours, depending on the length of time during which the articles are allowed to remain in it. The colours at first will be light to dark, gold-yellow, passing through all the tints of red to an iridescent brown. A similar series of colours is produced by sulphide of copper and lead, which, however, are not remarkable for their stability. Whether this defect will be obviated by the use of the tin solution, experience and time alone can show. End of Manufacturer's Department Part A Recording by Bill Borst